This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. Some clouds out. 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 6th of February, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're expecting sunny skies this morning with clouds moving in this afternoon and an afternoon high of 66. We'll have some gusty winds, too. Cloudy tonight, our low 51. It'll be windy. Tuesday, cloudy skies, 30% chance of rain in the afternoon and a high in the low 60s. Now Tuesday night, there's a 70% chance of showers. Could even see an overnight thunderstorm. With cloudy skies, we'll have a low of 51. Wednesday, 80% chance of showers. Maybe a thunderstorm. It'll be windy with a high of 59. Those storm chances should be gone by midnight Wednesday. Partly cloudy skies, a low of 40. And then sunshine Thursday with a high around 60 and some gusty winds. Right now, we've got a few clouds out, 39 at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day today, Tiffany Baca, at Conway County Farm Bureau. Obituaries this morning, Elizabeth Marie Abernathy, age 78 of Quesa, died on Thursday, February 2nd. She was a retired postmaster for the U.S. Postal Service and is survived by her husband, Bobby Abernathy of Quesa, daughter Flora Harrington of Quesa, two stepchildren, Gerald Abernathy and Deborah Abernathy, both of Berta, one grandchild, three step-grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren, among other family and friends. The funeral service for Elizabeth Marie Abernathy will be this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Dr. Scott Harrington officiating. Burial will be at Fitch Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. June Evelyn McGee Cody, age 96 of Quesa, died on Thursday, February 2nd. She was a beautician and member of Quesa Church of Christ. She is survived by her daughter, Karen Scholes of Rogers, son LaVon Cody of Perryville, four grandchildren, eight great-grandchildren, and a great-great-grandson, among others. The funeral service for June Evelyn McGee Cody will be this afternoon at 2 at the Quesa Church of Christ with Neil Chisholm officiating. Burial will be at Quesa Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Steve Allen Millsap, age 69, died on Thursday, February 2nd. He is survived by his sons, Mark Millsap of Hattieville and Brian Millsap of Greenbrier, the mother of his children, Judy Wiley of Moralton, one brother, seven grandchildren, and one great-grandchild, among others. Funeral service for Steve Allen Millsap will be this afternoon at 2 at Bible Baptist Church in Conway, with burial at Elmwood Cemetery in Moralton by Niels Rosewood Funeral and Cremations of Moralton. Fayreen Fay Stain, age 79 of Bigelow, died on Wednesday, February 1st. She is survived by her children, Gary Stain of Atkins, Donnie Stain of Bigelow, Winona Lipsmeyer of Bigelow, Ted Stain of Bigelow, and Tanya May of Pangburn, 15 grandchildren, and 25 great-grandchildren. The funeral service for Faye Stain will be Tuesday, February 7th, 2 p.m., at the Harris Chapel with Kathy Grady officiating. Burial will be at Eden Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 5 until 7 at the funeral home. 735, we have a few clouds, 39 degrees at the KVOM Studios. 
We'll have some sunshine this morning, clouds this afternoon, a high of 66 today. It'll be a little windy out there too. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736. We've got a few clouds out, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. The deceased body of a Sherwood man was discovered Saturday afternoon near a hiking trail in the Washita National Forest in rural western Perry County. Sheriff Ricky Don Jones reports that his department received a call that two hikers had located the body in a very rugged and steep area, approximately 40 feet down an overlooked bluff. Conway Fire Department's Special Operations Rescue Team was able to help retrieve the body, which was then turned over to the Perry County Coroner's Office and the Arkansas State Crime Lab. The body's been identified as 36-year-old Christopher Scott Pointer. Sheriff Jones thanked the Conway Fire Department for their help in retrieving the body. The sheriff says the case is considered an active homicide investigation, and he urges anyone with information to contact Investigator Joe Oberly with the Perry County Sheriff's Office at 501-889-3309. The man charged with capital murder in the shooting death of a Perry County jailer last year was charged last week with three counts of second-degree battery over accusations he bit, punched, and pepper-sprayed deputies and jailers at the Faulkner County Detention Center. According to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, court filings show the new charges against Roderick Deshun Lewis stem from a September 7th incident in the Faulkner County Jail, where Lewis is being held for Perry County authorities on capital murder and drug charges. In Perry County, Lewis is charged in the shooting death of Jeremiah Story in the jail where Lewis was being booked on drug charges. Prosecutors have not said whether they'll seek the death penalty. Lewis is being held without bail. He's next due in court in Perry County on March the 7th, with his attorneys petitioning for a change of venue that would see him tried in Pulaski County. They've also asked that Lewis be allowed bond. CHI St. Vincent Moralton will host a free drive-through community blood pressure screening event Tuesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. to mark the start of Heart Month. Dr. Yazan Gaucher, cardiologist with the CHI St. Vincent Heart Institute, says the free screening event is part of a month-long effort to encourage Arkansans to take responsibility for their heart health. High blood pressure is one of the risk factors for developing heart disease, strokes, and kidney disease in addition to others, and it's very important that we raise awareness uh, to this deadly disease. To do that, you need to know your numbers. For blood pressure, that's 120 over 80. Dr. Gaucher says you want your numbers to be below that or you may suffer from hypertension. Uh, And that's the number that people should remember is normal blood pressure, 120 over 80. Uh, Anything above that um, needs uh, either lifestyle modification or if it's um, uh, more than 140 over 90, uh, which is stage 2 hypertension, 
and need to talk to your primary care or cardiologist. Half of the men who die suddenly of coronary heart disease had no previous symptoms. That means one of the easiest ways to take charge of your heart health is to monitor your blood pressure at home. It's easy to do and could mean the difference between a routine checkup and a trip to the emergency room. To find out more, visit chistvincent.com heart. The Knockout Knights robotics team from Sacred Heart Catholic School recently competed in the first Lego League state championship tournament at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. They competed with the top 32 teams in Arkansas. In total, nine awards were given based on the team's performance in three categories, core values, robot design, and innovative project. The Knockout Knights placed first in core values and second on the robot performance table. For the first time in school history, Sacred Heart's robotics team was awarded an invitation to move beyond the state level and will be competing against over 80 teams from all over the world at the FLL Open WPI Invitational Tournament at the Worcester Polytechnic Institute campus in Worcester, Massachusetts in June. The Knockout Knights are currently fundraising to cover the cost of their trip to nationals. You can email Terry Fusheris for more information at teresa.fusheris at axiom.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-S-A dot F-O-U-G-E-R-O-U-S-S-E at axiom.com. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. The monthly meeting of the Democratic Party of Conway County will be held tonight at 6.30 at 215 North Chestnut Street in Moralton. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for Bryce Power Washing Tuesday at noon at the Chamber Office in downtown Moralton. The Atkins School Board meets Tuesday night at 5 in the District Boardroom. The Moralton City Council Advertising, Promotion, and Tourism Committee will meet Tuesday night at 6 at City Hall. The Conway County Extension Service will hold a private pesticide applicator training Tuesday night at 6 at the Workforce Training Center at UACCM. There is a $20 fee per person, and that's payable at the door. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Foundation's inaugural gala fundraiser will be Saturday, February 25th at the UACCM Workforce Training Center. The event includes a cocktail hour, dinner, and silent and live auctions. Tickets are $100 a person or $175 per couple. Reservations are requested by this Saturday, and you can visit uaccm.edu gala to RSVP, pay online, and to view auction items. And Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton's annual Trivia Night fundraiser will be this Saturday night. Dinner will be served at 6 p.m. Teams of eight will compete in six rounds of trivia starting at 7 p.m. Tickets are $50 a person. They include a pulled pork dinner and drinks. Tickets can be purchased online at sacredheartmoralton.org. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM Newswatch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, on our website or app, and you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 743, we have a few clouds out, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler is up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. 
When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KEVM's Newswire through sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior girls basketball team were the 4A4 conference champions. The Lady Devil Dogs secured the title outright with a 54-24 win over Waldron on the road Friday night. The win is the eighth in a row, the 13th in the last 14 games for the Lady Devil Dogs. Who are now 22-3 overall on the season and 12-0 in conference play. Marlton's boys improved their record to 18-7 overall and 11-3 in conference play with a 55-49 win over the Bulldogs. Marlton will make up its games at Ozark this Wednesday and we will have the broadcast of those games for you live on KVOM. Nemo Vista's senior girls clinched at least a share of the 1A4 conference championship with a 45-37 victory over Wonderview on Friday night in Wonderview. The Lady Daredevils jumped to a 13-2 lead, but the Lady Redhawks battled back and trailed by just one point at halftime, 23-22. It remained a one-point Wonderview lead into the fourth quarter, and the Lady Redhawks outscored the Lady Daredevils 13-4 to get the win. Senior Addie Peebles led Nemo Vista with 19 points and 9 rebounds. Senior K.K. Garris followed with 17 points. Lady Redhawks are now 17-7 on the season and at 8-1 in conference play can clinch the conference title outright with a win over Sacred Heart tonight. Junior Layla Terry had 11 points and 8 rebounds to lead Wonderview. The Lady Daredevils are now 17-8 overall, 7-2 in the conference and can still claim a share of the conference title if Sacred Heart beats Nemo Vista. In senior boys action, senior Sam Reynolds scored 25 points to lead Wonderview to a 76-61 victory that keeps the Daredevils unbeaten in the conference. Daredevils had a 34-31 halftime lead, then outscored the Redhawks 30-16 in the third quarter to pull away. Senior Matt Bingham added 19 points, and sophomore Ethan Kelly scored 15 for the Daredevils, who won for the 17th time in their last 18 games and their 10th in a row overall to improve their record to 21-5. At 9-0 in league play, the Daredevils can complete an undefeated conference season with a win over Arkansas School for the Deaf tonight. Senior Patrick Perry had 23 points and 9 rebounds in the game for Nemo Vista. Junior Kelby Bess had 13 points. And Senior Braden Hill had 11 for the Red Hawks, who are now 14 and 11 overall, 5 and 4 in conference play. Nemo Vista won the Junior Boys game over Wonderview 43 to 35. Wonderview will finish its conference schedule at Arkansas School for the Deaf tonight. They'll play a senior girls game at 5 o'clock, followed by Senior Boys. Senior Avery Pettengill scored 23 points, and Sacred Hearts senior boys beat Guy Perkins 62-51 in a crucial 1A4 conference game in Marlton on Saturday. Senior Peyton Palladino added 16 points for the Knights to improve to 10-15 overall and 5-3 and in the conference with the win. In senior girls' action, sophomore Ayla Holzman scored 29 points to lead Sacred Heart to a 76-37 victory that keeps the Lady Knights' hopes of a conference co-championship alive Senior Emma Dold added 14 points, and junior Callie Gottsponer had 11 for the Lady Knights, who are now 16-8 overall, 6-2 in conference play. Sacred Heart won the junior boys game 47-13 behind 15 points from Xander Osborne. 
Sacred Heart plays at Nemo Vista tonight with a lot at stake in both senior high games. In the girls' game, a Nemo Vista win would give the Lady Redhawks the undisputed conference championship, but a Sacred Heart win would create a three-way tie for first place between those two schools and Wonderview. The boys' game features two of the three teams, along with Guy Perkins in a battle for a second-place conference finish. The action starts with the junior boys' game at 5 o'clock, followed by senior girls and senior boys. We'll have the broadcast of the two senior high games tonight live on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app starting around 6 o'clock. Jalen Graham came off the bench to score 16 points, and the Arkansas men's team held off South Carolina 65-63 on Saturday for the team's first true road win of the season. Devontae Davis hit four three-pointers and scored 15 points, and Anthony Black totaled 13 points. Six rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. Now 5-5 five and five in Southeastern Conference play. The Razorbacks will play at Kentucky on Tuesday. The Arkansas women's team gutted out a 54-51 win at Auburn on Sunday to snap a four-game losing streak and improve to 500 in SEC play. The Razorbacks will play at Vanderbilt on Thursday. Sacred Hearts' Mackenzie Greason scored 12 points on four three-pointers and added two rebounds and three assists to help the University of the Ozarks women's team to an 80-61 victory over McMurray College on Saturday in Clarksville. Wonderview's Caleb Squires was a leading scorer for the Hendricks College men's team Friday night in the Warriors' 69-68 victory over Suwannee College. The former Daredevil standout had 22 points, including four three-pointers in the game. Squires followed that game with an 11-point performance Sunday in a 63-60 win over Center College. The Harding University baseball team opened its season with a 7-3 victory over Delta State in the First game of a doubleheader on Sunday in Searcy. Marlton's Maddox Long got the start on the mound and picked up the win for the Bison, allowing two runs on seven hits and one walk with seven strikeouts over five innings. And the Oklahoma Christian University baseball team won two of its first three games of the season this weekend over Texas Tyler. Marlton's Jaron Hill had three hits, including a home run in Friday's 9-6 season opening win. And our weather here on this Monday Current conditions, humidity is at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure, 30.13 inches. Low temperature this morning, 36 degrees. High yesterday, 69. A year ago today, the low was 20. The high was 51. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 5.29 inches. Our sunset this evening, 543. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 706. And forecast calling for mostly cloudy skies today. Another nice warm day, high near 66 degrees expected. Some clouds tonight with a low around 51. Then chance of rain starting Tuesday, continuing uh, through at least Wednesday night, it looks like. 30% chance tomorrow, high near 62. Best chance of rain will be Tuesday night and really through the day on Wednesday. Right now, we got mostly clear skies, maybe a little fog in some areas, and 41 degrees in Marlton. It's 7.51, and this is Newswatch on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.